0: So you got 20 years sober. I'm um, 19 years. Holy shit! Yeah. Congrats. And th- this year, next year is gonna be 20. Yeah.
1: Are you in the program or anything?
0: Uh, it, c- kind, of. kind of. I mean, like, I don't run the, 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 you know, the, the full program. You know, like, and with the sponsor and. Yeah. What's crazy is that, you know, what kind of inspired me to get sober was actually, um, cartoon and Esteban. Yeah. Because when I got sober, they were already seven years clean. Yeah, I remember. And then I was like, holy shit. They were
1: like a power... I remember when they were like... I remember Cartoon and Esteban and they were sober. And like, I think Cartoon at the time was like into Tony Robbins and shit. And they were on some like search and destroy. Like, In that that era, those two guys... I mean, they're still crushing, right? Yeah. But in that era, as a young kid, seeing them, it was like... My jaw was like, what the fuck is going on? Like these guys were destroying everything like every anything that had anything to do with that kind of art or that lifestyle or that culture they had it in every in music and films in the shop and the Mm -hmm. the place that you know down skid like all that shit and that's why I have you know as soon as I made a little bit of money I was like, well, I have to get, I have to get a on photo. I have all these on yeah. photos everywhere. I was like, I got to get no. some of those. No. And I went to them. I was like, I got You got to break me off. You <laughs> know, I, I went there with like five grand. I was like, give me this, this, this. And then of course, like, I'm getting tattooed by cartoon because at the time and probably still, but it was like his clientele was just like a list. Yeah. And it's like, that was like, a that was a mark that you've made if you had, if you had that, that merchandise from those guys. Yeah. And yeah. And they were, they, they were a, uh, they were a beacon of a clean lifestyle yeah right
0: i'm still i i still want a cartoon tat you know yeah be, before he retires hopefully you know we we joke about it sometimes of what we're gonna actually do sometime but um, yeah but yeah they were very very in- instrumental or whether they knew it or not of me getting clean yeah at that time and then i remember asking cartoon to be my sponsor yeah and he was like he did he he kind of was like uh Oh, sorry.
1: Bring, yeah, the so mic, I, bring the mic closer. Bring the mic he closer.
0: He asked yeah. Cartoon to be my sponsor at the time, and he kind of politely declined, backed out, and then it kind of, kind of pushed me back from the program a little bit. Yeah. Or like. You know, I'm I'm not running the most perfect program, like I said, with sponsors and all yeah, that yeah, and, yeah. and sponsoring people. But I do periodically go to meetings uh, to check myself in, especially if I start getting all tantran and thinking that I got this thing licked. Yeah. I'll go to a meeting and hear some of the newcomer stories. And yeah, it quickly puts you back in check. Like, you yeah. know, it's just that quick you can go out, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: so that's cool. 19 yeah. years is uh, is no joke. Yeah, I'm pretty. I I've done it a bunch of different ways. And the way I do it now is I'm pretty regular because I'm still crazy. So I just still, if I get away from it for too long, my brain starts telling me all kinds of weird stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I start also building cases against people, being like, you know what, fuck this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and like that, my head gets full of resentments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it still does even with, with the program too, but like, at least it's managed, you know? We're gonna, and you, The thing is you start, if you're an alcoholic, you start to build a case against everything. And you're, there's a whole judge and jury in your head. It's like, you know what, man? Like you need to, first of all, fuck that guy and, <laughs> and and fuck her too. And also like you should be doing this. And also that guy has got a better car than you. And why can't you have like one joint? You yeah, know, like all yeah. that kind of bullshit. And that, that chorus, it lives in my head. So I have to, uh, I got to say pretty regular. Yeah. But hold on. I want to back up <laughs> because the cause thing, right? Mm. The wife gets you a cause doll for your 10th, sobriety anniversary
0: so that must be like nine years ago yeah
1: nine years ago she gets it at the wholesale price of like six racks
0: yeah from I think the manufacturer like, I think it was four racks another grand to bring in or something. five racks yeah. which
1: is like a sick that someone's spending five racks on you as a for a gift that's dope yeah no matter what it is oh yeah for if sure. it was a watch a, a necklace i'd be blown away yeah. right but b uh it, the, the the value in this thing is just it's 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 now at 250 to 300 yeah. racks and i
0: remember someone telling me S- someday it's going to be worth like a quarter mil easy um and i didn't i was like really for for vinyl you yeah, know it's because yeah. it's not even like bronze or whatever it's, yeah. like, it's a vinyl sculpture yeah. you know a vinyl toy but um yeah I guess, it's
1: mind-numbing that idea of not knowing when to get out because if you get out now, every, everyone's going, get out. Get out. Get yeah, out yeah, now. Yeah. Fucking sell it. And then like five years from now, it's like, one point. Boy- hey! Allergies. Less. I got them too. Yeah, uh, Five years from now, it's like, oh, now it's one point two. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking Zyrtec. I was offering you a Zyrtec. Um,
0: well, that, well no. they say the same thing about my my Impalas too. The 59 Impalas have skyrocketed right. out of all the Impalas, you know? And uh, and. The reason i the only reason why i like the 59 impalas is because being that i'm half chinese you know it's the only car with the kind of tilted eyes like chinky i call it the chinky eyes <laughs> so that's the reason i got it. i was wondering where you're I, going I, with being I just, half chinese I, I just didn't know it was going to be the most expensive right car out of the out of the impala fleet you know? right 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 so you know so now i'm working on four right now and you have four of them yeah
1: and you just and, and I'm,
0: uh, i got my eye on two more you know but my wife thinks i'm like out of my
1: yeah well <laughs> but, the thing is you're you're hitting you're buying things that are appreciating in value unlike yes. unlike most investments like that like most yes. lowriders aren't appreciating value but i will say this they are going to outlaw gas cars by what is it 2035 or something like you're not gonna be able to buy a car that uses gas so right. they're gonna stop making anything like they're definitely never making that shit again right. obviously but they're gonna is it 2035 look at that look at the fact boy yeah um they're gonna start outlawing gas powered uh cars so i just feel like if you have a classic car and it's well maintained the value is gonna be immeasurable oh, because yeah. they're, they're gonna be like those are museum things yeah like the, those are, my,
0: the rag is already doubled you know
1: that's um, crazy um
0: the hard top, maybe not so much, but if I put a little money into it, it would, it would. But the, the beauty of it is I enjoy it. I drive my shit. You drive you know? your shit. I drive it. And but I, it's gotta be nerve wracking. And, and, and uh, especially the last car I got, we call it Blue, but that one was a, it's a fucking show car. You know, it's a, it was a, it's a Southside show car. You right. know, it was. Yeah. Um, now it's mine and now I renamed it Blue, but it was called L Junior before and it won all these awards like undercarriage, super like engraved, like it, it's called L Junior. Is it um, on the
1: internet Anywhere that he can find If you it? look
0: up L Junior 59 Impala But you don't
1: drive that one
0: I drive the shit out of it You do Yeah Like but people trip They're like Dude you, you roll this Like it's like Like your You just take it to stuff.
1: the store And shit
0: Uh yeah sometimes Don't you, know, you get Don't like, you
1: get freaked out
0: Um You know it, No No Cause it's insured Yeah You know I mean all of it's, it's
1: insured bullshit. But like if something happens <laughs> It's gonna be in the shop For 47 months Right like
0: Yeah Yeah
1: Like they'll sit on that thing Yeah But
0: that's her right there
1: yeah. Wow That's I mean, crazy she,
0: so I just, it's like that, but the patterns are gone because the guy that got it from him, like, took the patterns off. So it looks more OG now. Wow. But it's beautiful. Like, every, like, nut and bolt is, like, chromed and, That's and, it. and engraved and, like, it's, it's, it's bananas. You know, I am just feel so blessed to be in a position to even acquire that car and put in my collection, you know?
1: And you have to have a, I mean, do you keep all these things in a special place, like a special garage?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not temperature controlled or anything yet, but we're working on it, you know. Wow. Um, But yeah, that's the other thing is owning these things and you have to have a space to actually keep it and you know and and have it maintained you know and serviced and things like that so it's definitely an expensive hobby and your yeah.
1: office is in gardena area right where my old place was
0: yeah don't say that but no, no, no yeah. i won't say yeah, yeah i won't say no no, no. but yeah, I'm not yeah, no. To, yeah, yeah
1: not trying to google you um <laughs> no but let's say um, the gardena area yes yeah. um
0: i say compton gardena because we're like in uh the unincorporated la like in between on the border yeah so it and you
1: must right. get people must trip every time you pull that shit out right they're just like what the fuck
0: yeah yeah, I, I think so. Right, yeah. like yeah. they're just
1: pulling up to a gas station, and like <laughs> you got to have a conversation every fucking two miles, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, that's why my wife don't like to roll in it because yeah. it's like it's kind of nerve wracking, I guess, when you're rolling and people are honking and they're yeah. like, you know, yeah, <laughs> honking at like you. old white ladies throwing their panties at me and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> like, I remember losing my virginity in that, shit. Yeah. you know, like so. I mean, in that
1: specific car, <laughs> at the drive-in.
0: Yeah, so. There's
1: that. Okay, um, everybody. So this is the Powerful Truth Angels. Today on our show, we have Slick One. Uh, I would say in the pantheon of Los Angeles, graffiti, uh, a, a probably a legendary writer to most. Um, definitely, you know, when I... Did you... First of all, did you do any research on Slick? Yeah. Do you know anything about What can you tell us about Slick? What do you know about Slick? He's a graffiti... Well, I don't know if you're current, but... Uh, The graffiti artist uh, known for his graffiti and uh, contemporary artist as well. He's a graffiti artist known for his graffiti. Well, yeah, look, man, I'm scrambling here. (laughs) Isn't that the the point? That was the point. I'm just fucking with him. (laughs) I try to tell him to do research on guests and he never does until like five minutes before. No, I I looked him up. But luckily, I know know who Slick is. I know who Slick is.
0: Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad
1: you're on. Uh, I think a lot of people my age will know who you are and a lot of people not my age, a lot of historians will know who you are. Um, I will say that the first thing that comes to mind and like listen I after all this time I, I spent a lot a large portion of my life dedicated to doing graffiti uh, graffiti has influenced my life to this very day because obviously I can reach out to a guy like you have you on my show and I know what I'm talking about it's influenced every facet of my entire life no mm. matter what I do it's just part of my life in a really weird way I didn't choose for it to be that way but to this day like I'm still like, doing throw up like drawing graffiti like fucking around for fun like just still it's still in me so much i don't go out and bomb anymore but it's still a part it's still a part of my whole fucking vocab, everything right and but i also am able to look back at all of that time and and not take it as seriously as i took it when i was a kid because when we were kids we took this shit very seriously
0: and i
1: Yeah. yeah and i know that and as a result of that there were beefs like I know you had some legendary beefs with people. Everyone did. If you were a graffiti writer of any note, you had beef. Right, that was part of the game. And I just wanna say the first thing that comes to mind that most people that know who Slick is, is like they're just gonna talk about the Slick Hex battle, right? That, you guys were at the time the top dogs in town and you guys had this battle and it was super publicized and it was like this event,
0: right? It, it turned into an event. It turned into an yeah. event
1: um and if you can pull put up pull up slick hex battle is was, was there one or two there's two battles there's two battles yeah. right. so the first one is at belmont the first yeah. one was at belmont i remember this i remember can control covered it right yeah. they, they put it on the publication yeah. and you know if you guys don't know what a battle is it's just like two writers uh sometimes it's crew versus crew battling yeah. on a wall or sometimes it's writer versus writer and this is how and I don't think people do this anymore, but this is how writers would settle the beefs. Yeah. And they would go, they would just split a wall in half mm-hmm. and paint and just basically try to rip each other via painting. Yeah. And I remember yours was like, uh, I don't know if it was one or two, but you did a character of him coming out of a Jack in, a jack in the Box. That was number two. That was number two, the yeah. hoax one.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if we rewind, if we go even further back, we go yeah. to the the first one at Belmont. Yeah. In my defense i didn't even know it was a battle honestly you didn't know. okay i thought it was just I, I i this guy hex wanted to paint with me right and at that time i used to paint with whoever wanted to go paint like i just love to fucking paint yeah you know even though i was killed to succeed but i would paint with like risky yeah and and uh me and him were aerosolics when we painted because oh, he was yeah. from wca but i just loved to paint i painted with green with yep. dream like those, oh, are, my God. those are my dogs right so this guy hex wanted to paint and uh Let's say like yeah, let's paint. Let's do. It. Let's let's rock some shit at Belmont. He goes, you take this half, you take this half, and this kid this I remember this little kid Sid brought me his outline, and it was a TSO piece, and it was for taking slick out, and because the name of his crew is TGO. TGO I was like, yeah. So I was like, oh TSO, okay, taking slick out. Until then, I I, w- I already started my painting, and I had painted this little character with a little. Uh, with the dude sitting on this like stone throne all lit and uh, next to his pet scorpion. That yeah. was already painted. What? So I had already painted that when the kid brought me his outline. They're like, oh, Slick, He's he wants to. This is a battle.
1: Wait, so someone from his side. Sure. No, he
0: was just a kid that hung out as Just Belmont. a random
1: kid from Belmont.
0: Yeah. I remember his name was Sid.
1: And, he, and he, did he and, write and Sid or his he, name was Sid? His name was Sid. And okay. he,
0: he stole his outline. He stole it. Like, you know, like, because he leave it on the, you know, by your cans yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. he brought it to me and showed me. He's like, he was like my spy, right? He went in and he was yeah. like, yo, slick, you know, this is what he's going to do. And yeah. Hex didn't really paint much up until then because he started with backgrounds. Like, so right, right off the bat, I thought he was cheating because he went with like rollers And like knocked out his background where i I go in with spray paint i was such an i was such an idiot i was such an aerosol purist that it had to be off from the spray can right you couldn't roll like rolling buff paint was cheating in my book you know yeah yeah. and and just like this like these little rules we make up in our head and stuff you know but um yeah so i had already started with this the scorpion and stuff uh and then when i found out it was a battle what happened was i put um i looked at what he was painting and he had painted a castle with a rat running which i guess was his like you see that yeah that castle yeah it was his uh it it was his pet rat running to the castle so i what i did was uh i was like oh yeah so i took that i i did my scorpion and if you notice outside the scorpion i just put like a rat tracks out out of the scorpion's mouth with just the tail hanging out um and so what happened was uh that was my kind of like subtle jab at him. Like, you know, my scorpion was devouring that little, his pet rat. Right, right, right. right. So, and then he came back the next day and then did like a Medusa character, like yeah. riding on a on top of a scorpion, like right. killing her, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, killing, and that was my pet. Cause I had a pet scorpion back then named Bertha.
1: Oh, you had a real scorpion? Yeah, oh, yeah, Okay.
0: So I took it really personal. I was like, he's gonna like kill, you know? Yeah. He's gonna kill Bertha like that? Yeah. You know? So I came back and I did like a Medusa, <laughs> Hmm. On site right there. I did a sketch and I did a Medusa like like a a executioner cutting off his Medusa head. Right. Like holding, you know, so it just went back and forth back then. And then it was crazy because as the days went on, more and more people started showing up. Right. You know, more and more people like this because there's no, you know, social media or anything. Yeah. yeah. So there's word of mouth, you know, people started coming. Yeah. selling shit there and like right. you know i mean <laughs> like I, I know i'm embellishing a little but I, I feel like they were selling like hot dogs and shit by the yeah. end of the thing and you know but but uh <laughs> you know taco truck you know i don't know but it, it it got blown into a big event well it was
1: over a couple of days it, right yeah it
0: was a whole week and then a we, week. we had to end it so we're like so i just asked him i was like oh so you know tso did you take slick out and he's like no nah, i don't think so and i was like all right i won then and i just left and then that was it and then and then Risky came later and was like, oh, we want to get some pictures for can control. Let me do like a aerosolic piece right next to it because we we're doing aerosolics. And I was like, I was like, fuck, yeah, throw it on there. So to this day, a lot of people are like, well, Risky helped you with letters and this and that, but Risky wasn't even part of the battle. That was like an after thing. We just took pictures for can control. You right. Know? Um, but yeah, that, that was the thing. They said I didn't bust letters, but I didn't have to. I just did a big S in the brick wall that was burning through the wall. I was like, because. I don't know. Wow, that was that. <laughs> so, and then
1: Risk. What, wait, what was Aerosol? That was another little crew, right? Aerosolics. It, well,
0: it wasn't. It's basically because Risky was from K, uh, WCA, and yeah. I was from K2S. Yeah. And out of respect to the crews, like you know, it, Risky wanted me to join WCA, and I was like, I can't, you know, because. They were the first crew i met when i came to los angeles right and i was like i've always showed loyalty you know to my crew but i was like k2s yeah yeah but i was like whenever we painted together we did like this little like neutral thing called aerosolics got which you. was just me and kelly you know Got you, got you. Um,
1: k2s is hard it, it's but, like damn that that era too uh, and i'm gonna sound like a fucking like a lame old person but like i feel like that era the crews around in that era were like heavy K2S, KSN, WCA, yeah. even before we came on the scene, yeah. the guys that we looked up to, uh legendary, TCF, UTI, like these guys are were were just like, I don't know. I get,
0: before I even moved to uh Cali, I heard uh K2S and WCA had a battle yeah. down in Belmontano. There was a big battle, and then Prime kind of served everybody in WCA because up until then I feel like WCA styles were direct derivatives of like an East Coast. Sort of style, like the way they filled in the way the letter shapes were, the bars and everything, the arrows and things like that. Where Prime just came out of left field, and I think it's because of his uh, his gang roots or whatever, and and the block letters and all this. He, his letters were kind of like more blocky and geographic, uh, geometric, right, and like solid, and like it it was crazy. Like for that, for Prime's piece at that time, it was just crazy because up until then, like I said, it was more like an east coast sort of vibe you know
1: yeah so
0: i, so, I gotta give it up to k2s you know? so then
1: after that okay well, first of all let me let me back this up a little more where did you come from originally
0: uh, honolulu, oh honolulu
1: okay so you're a hawaii boy yeah okay so you came here from hawaii
0: and i came here to stop doing graffiti like oh. it out that because <laughs> i made a deal with the folks you know because i was catching heat in hawaii at the time you know because i was pretty active um that i was going to come to la and go to school and not do graffiti anymore how old were you this is 18. 18. Yeah, 1980s.
1: Right. You're already like, I'm 18. It's time to hang it up. I'm washed. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going go to go yeah. to LA where there's no graffiti. Yeah.
0: So the funny part is of my, my, I wanted to get into Art Center at the time, but Art Center was saying that my, my foundation wasn't strong enough. They said we need to see more uh, like life drawing and such. Yeah. So I went to Otis for a term Right. To, take, to, to brush up on my foundation. Right. And on my lunch breaks, I would go to MacArthur Park. right. And right. MacArthur Park – there was this thing called the band shell yeah and and that's where the crew where were, were the, like k2s and stn cats are were down there like rocking this shit and i was just like holy shit this yeah. is how they get down over here yeah and um so i ended up meeting the crew and and you know i kind of gravitated to them because it was it was dope because they kind of look like me in a way because being of mixed descent you know yeah, yeah. asian and white mix yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. a lot of them were like they look asian and stuff but they're actually like full like like cholo's and shit, you know. Yeah, but they, yeah. you know, but they're Asian. They look like me, you know. what I'm saying, yeah, so yeah. I kind of yeah. There's a
1: couple of Asian, half Asian cholo. Like, who did that shit? Was it? Who I remember this one thing, like not maybe 10, 15 years ago, where it was like half Japanese, half cholo shit. It was like a big mural. It was a K2S one. It was it was mind boggling. I don't know who did. Oh, it. Oh yeah, that was us. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I know it was yeah. you guys, but I can't remember ex- specifically. But it was like the characters were like samurai. Style. Yeah, if
0: you look up the, it was a um, seven samurai from the. Uh, far east side, you know.
1: Seven samurai from the far east side. Google yeah. that. While well, you Google that. So yeah. you came in so you come into LA to quit graffiti is like is like me going to like Columbia to quit doing Coke, right? Yes. You're just like yes. what the fuck is like you're like I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> go somewhere where they don't do Yeah, that shit was fucking hard. So blow that up, Jason. You know
0: what's crazy is that
1: that shit's when hard. that
0: Dada show came up, they threw all the graffiti writers on the roof for that exhibit. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, let's just give the writers the roof, you know. And they didn't give us much play in the actual exhibit, which That's was right. like a six-story exhibit. Yeah, and but we, I think, That's I imp- think we killed the roof. You know what I mean? That's like imp- we took it to the next. You know, like you know, each each crew got like a little section of wall around the swimming pool.
1: And is that what's his face up top? Um, That's
0: prime. So. Prime
1: did so, the, the, the type up top. It oh, looks, no, this is actually... Uh, what's his name? That's um, Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. Yeah, so yeah. He was honorary
0: K2S yeah. for this exhibit. Fuck. But um, <laughs> what's so crazy is that the first character I painted was, was Relic right here on the left. Yeah. And it started out real traditional like Japanese woodblock. Yeah. But as I was doing the characters, they started looking more and more like the crew just because I'm a, like, I was a character guy and I always yeah. injected my characters into everything. So there's me, there's Gaijin, there's yeah. Duke, there's prime. Damn. And then there's temp right there. Oh yeah. yeah. It's okay. Sorry about
1: that, bro. <laughs> See, the old think, days that would have been a beat for life, <laughs> right? They'd be like, "He set me up." Um.
0: Well, well honestly because even I was, I was I was telling Mikey before I came here I was like, you know what? I haven't talked to two-tone in a minute, you know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't know where we stood because the last conversation I had with you was like a weird text about the, about some t-shirt bullshit yeah, about, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just like- not I think I was, know,
1: I might've been loaded at the you, time. So I was like- <laughs> I apologize. So
0: so no, no, it's it's, it's understandable yeah. to protect your, you know, what, what you guys created and stuff. You know, I get it, but I don't know where I stood with you. Yeah. So that's why when I got the call to come up here, I was like, okay. this is it. <laughs> No, like, you never I, I, know. I was, like, I was like, hey, Mikey, I was like, you know, maybe you should roll up with me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 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 cause you know, you don't know. You no, know you, what no, I mean? No, and, listen, and, and, listen. And I'm happy that it's this no, and just the chair that you set me up with. And uh that's the extent of it. And I wish
1: know. I wish I was that I wish I was cool enough to set up a chair that
0: exploded. <laughs> like 50 okay. minutes into the interview. Yeah. It's
1: funny because I did remember I was like, I haven't talked to Slick in a while. I'm like, and I had this hazy memory of being mad about like some t-shirt graphic which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, the last thing I said was like this like talk, but I but I was also like, I was um, no 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 excuse. Yeah. I was loaded at the time. Yeah. I think I was in Hawaii. And I was fucking off my face for like a little period of time. Yeah. I relapsed. I apologize to no, come that way. I think it was like at a
0: at little because I, I have, I, have I, I don't know if you know this, but I have a little store called Big Dick's Hardware. Yeah. Because I kind of got out of the streetwear game; it was too like eh, bananas. So I just, I got a little. Uh, it's called Big Dick's Hardware. We sell spray paint and I make some cool shirts every so often. Like,
1: yeah. And yeah.
0: one of them was like kind of like. Uh, a parody off of you guys shit and yeah. I, I guess you caught wind of it or so i didn't yeah. even release it i think i just did like an ig post on it or yeah, something. yeah and you you were like quick to put the smash on it and i was just like <laughs> yeah. and i had to i was just like oh it wasn't no disrespect or nothing like that yeah. i was just like yeah I, I like you guys aesthetic you guys shit's hot man yeah. it's like you you got to be worried if no one's biting your shit no i know, you know that, I mean? oh that, that
1: see that reminds me after the second battle yeah i think it was reese who made the cartoon about the battle was that reese
0: No, it was. It wasn't Reese. It was. It was. uh, I know which one you're talking about. And that it was. It was. uh, What's that kid's name? From? uh, He's. He's part of the. uh, Not Reese. No, it wasn't Reese. Not
1: Realm. No, that's not. That's not his style. Was it Realm? No.
0: No. i sure it wasn't Reese. Somebody, no, I know it wasn't Reese because, yeah. I, like, yeah, Somebody I,
1: did a parody of the battle in, I think it was in Can Control, yeah, one of those magazines. It showed
0: like my ex-girlfriend with the big titties yes. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's putting know,
1: like sunscreen on your nose yeah, and it was like yeah, yeah. the news is there. Yeah. And it was making fun of how publicized the battle, the second battle was.
0: Yeah, because right. it was. It was for the media and all this shit. Right. Like, and that's why I didn't want to do it. Right. Because I already won the first battle. Right. So when they asked me to battle him for the second time on, on, on television. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I was like, I already won. Right. right? I got yeah. nothing to gain from this. Then Hex was going to battle somebody else. Right. F- you know, like a mock battle. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, why should this other person, you know, get fame? I, I was like, fuck, I'll battle him again. You know, like, yeah, fuck yeah. It. it was yeah. kind of like that. So the second battle, I took him really lightly. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I already served him once, you know, like, what is he going to come with? Some portraits or something like that. I was like, ooh, you know, like I wasn't even like tripping, you know, like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but he ended up staying the, all night with their camera crew and finished his shit. So when I came the third day, his shit was done.
1: Oh, like, wow. Not
0: to mention he's using the rollers and stuff. So he was getting a lot of space covered. Right. Right. But, and at that time, I was still Mr. Aerosol purist, you know, right. like I was like using the little Krylon cans and it was bananas and what you
1: know? happened in, and so that's so, the so
0: second one i lost oh like, you lost on national television right? and so for years <laughs> after that like <laughs> like i'd be in the mall or something somebody would be like aren't you that uh hex guy no you're slick the one that lost to the hex guy on national i'm just like ooh, you know yeah, like first yeah. of all it's none of their fucking business right Yeah, yeah yeah and you know they have no
1: idea what they're talking about they have
0: no idea what they're talking about but then you know now i'm the loser guy and then they made me look like such a because they caught me right when they announced that I lost. Yeah. And, I, and I, I remember that my line was like, you'll always be a hoax to me. Like, I stormed off with my spray baby <laughs> shit. You know, this is like, you know,
1: pre-like,
0: like, reality TV shit. You yeah.
1: Lick who didn't finish his piece, was frustrated and vented his anger.
0: You'll always be a hoax to me. All right. Mm. You know, his art is beautiful and all, but to me, that ain't what the art's all about
1: pre-reality tv pre- i mean that we communicated with magazines that's how i saw shit yeah right
0: trading pictures and yeah, i was just trading uh, pictures. i was just yeah. telling him on the way up here like because we we're talking about Ram z and he used to do uh, international graffiti times mm-hmm. and he had pictures of my stuff in new york when i was in hawaii and i was like but it's because everyone used to trade pictures picture, we yeah. sent pictures to each other yeah. so you know yeah. um that's that's how it was there was no social media I mean we sent sent pictures
1: and like you would learn things word of mouth i remember there's a dude in our crew named agent and he was from chicago and he came to la and he was like uh, he showed us how to mix paint cuz you couldn't buy you know the only paint yeah. was was oleum and krylon right yeah. and if you're some weirdo you use some weird cheap silver once in a while but so you and he showed us how to mix paint together to make because because it was either that or you get dead talk colors icy grave jungle green we talked about that right and the way you would do it because now no one would do this because it's fucking stupid (laughs) but you take one can and you don't have to put one can in the fridge you take one can you leave it out you take another can and you put it in a boiling pot of water Mm -hmm. and you get the wd-40 cap with the straw in between the two and you make the hot one You make the hot one spray into the one that's not hot because the pressure rises in the hot one, okay? Mm. So I would sit there and mix colors in my apartment and I also would make noodles out of the same fucking pot. So the pot (laughs) had a... After a certain point of water, it was just covered in paint, and wow. I'll cook the noodles in the bottom because I just didn't give a shit. We didn't
0: do the boiling. We did the freezer technique. <laughs> you
1: did the freezer technique. Yeah. yeah. So it was the other way around. The right? other way around. Yeah.
0: But still the same same theory. Right?
1: And it's got to be dangerous to boil a fucking spray can. Like, just, there's oh, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, that shit I, I guess. could, you know, I, it, it's it's just dumb the things that we did, like with that with impunity as a kid, because you don't have any sense of like, and even just the toxicity of all that shit. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so, yeah, that's what we used to do. It's so you, dumb.
0: You know what's crazy? Like, a, a, I remember sending photos and, you know, you know, coming up, you know, you, you jocks and people, whatever. And, and it's like, you know, so I was fanboying out, fanboying out meeting scene,
1: you know? Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: So fast forward to this is growing up in Hawaii. Like I love seeing stuff, whatever. Right. Yeah. And I met him and then I actually gave him some photos of some work that I did at the band shell, you know, at MacArthur Park, which was a spray can playing a saxophone. Right. And um, it was funny because my, my boy, Charlie, he was like showing me this video. And it was like of scene selling these T-shirts. Yeah. And it was like my character of the, the Ken playing the saxophone. I want to shirts. Oh, shirts. No and I shit. was like, what the fuck? Like that was a big slap reality. Reality slap was like don't jock like that first right, off you know right, what i mean right. and be careful who you send your don't meet, shit to. don't meet your heroes right <clears throat> yeah right and yeah. and and because and, and, because charlie was like he, he was accusing me of biting it from scene right right right. and i was like no well that's that shit I, I painted at macarthur park yeah and he had put it on a shirt and you know right probably redrew it whatever but i was just like okay that's you know
1: and sometimes in in scenes i don't know the man but sometimes in scenes defense sometimes you can bite things subconsciously
0: I've done no, that. I've done that. We've
1: all done it. We've all been like painting something and like oh fuck. I'm
0: I'm guilty of that. Of of it was actually a 101 board I did for um I think is Eric Costin. Uh-huh. It was actually a, a like this kind of hillbilly-ish monster like ripping off Mickey Mouse's ears and uh I painted it like 20 20 feet high on on World Industries and then we took a picture not took a picture and put it on a on a ironically, it's called a slick bottom right it right. was the, when they first came out with slick bottom skateboards yeah, but it's funny because I thought I totally came up with that concept yeah to swear up and down that was my shit yeah you know? and uh, if yeah if you look up Eric Costin skateboard is it is it, is it 101 or plan B I, I forgot what the fuck it was so long time, so long ago but um it was like a it was like a Mickey character with a little yeah there's the board so I thought I came up with it, but then my boy genius. You know, from, uh, you know, uh, TDK or DTK. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was like, um, dude, you saw that in my sketchbook, huh? And I was like, what the fuck? And yeah. I was like, I still didn't click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he showed me the sketchbook and I was like, oh, man, my bad. I mean, of course, it's my style, yeah. you know, uh, it, totally different from his. Yeah. But the idea was totally from Genius. Yeah. And I didn't even realize
1: it. And you feel when, when you do that. And when you apologize, you still feel like you're lying because you just like there's no way this guy believes me right now that I did this accidentally. You <laughs> yeah. still feel like no, oh, for sure. Yeah, you're like, trying to defend yourself, and you're like, no, I really didn't do this on purpose. But they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know?
0: no, but that's the homie. He, he knew. He he knew, and you know, like I was sincere about it. And but but yeah, it's it's just weird how the mind can block something out, and it's, it's just think it's your own shit. Here's oh, another. I love that artist right there, the one that's sitting on. Oh yeah. Face. Yeah. Yeah. He passed away, right? He passed like, away. Yeah, 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 I need to. I'm, get one. I'm glad I got one of those. Yeah.
1: Um, Sorry. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so, also another memorable moment for me was the Who's the Mac video, right? Okay. That was did you? That was you and uh, so I got risky, right? Yeah. So
0: when I got hired to do that, yeah, it was actually, um, it was because of the battle. So because oh, okay. of the second battle, uh, the, one of the directors was watching the battle. Okay. And he, he was actually, um, you know, uh, Thomas Stern and um, his his name was Thomas Stern and uh, Alex Winter. Mm-hmm. So Alex Winter, a lot of people know from um, The Lost Boys. Yeah. you know, And Bill and Ted's excellent and Bill adventure. And Ted's, Bill and Ted's, right? Yeah, so he's Ted, they, right? They, they were directing a lot of videos. So yeah. I did the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Taste the Pain and the Who's the Mac through them. Okay. And then Kelly came in. Um, Dude, because we're, we're rocking the whole Belmont tunnel. So Kelly came in and uh, of course, first thing he rocked was a big risk piece. You know, what I mean, but yeah. uh, the, the funny part about that one was that um, we we're doing like a roll call, like, you know, Q wanted us to hit up like different people and the crew and the everything. lynch mob. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Kelly wrote um, did he write Cuck D instead of Chuck? Oh, yeah, like he yeah, forgot yeah. the H in the in the, <laughs> in the Chuck. <laughs> So that that was like the big, like, yeah, we're, we're and, and and that one I was so high too. Like I didn't finish it. That's why if you see the, the pimp car in there, like I, it was like half done. It like
1: trails off a little bit, right? Yeah. That was that motor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was that motor. I mean, you know, that, that, that was that era, you know, when I was getting high and stuff. So,
1: you know. It was still hard as fuck. I mean, look at that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's my little that's just hard. Attempt
0: to portrait an Ice Cube right there with the pimp dude right there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing it like after and I remember seeing it slowly get fucking tagged on and shit. Yeah. But I remember like shortly after going to the motor and seeing that piece. This was actually a really good... This was a really good music video at the time like people weren't music videos weren't this in depth like there's this this music video has like three different whatever i'm not gonna go yeah. in depth on this thing but it's oh. a good music video like they put cube on the dolly and he's like riding next to the car yeah. and well cube
0: remembers it because like, i talked to him not too long ago oh man, really because we we're talking about working on a project yeah and um he was saying he remembers this video in particular because it, i think it was his first music video departure
1: from nwa from
0: nwa so he was like he goes of course i remember that shit, you know so i got pictures of us all like smoking a fatty and shit at the wall you know so cool the way they shot
1: him on the dolly too i mean that influenced my i've done so many music videos where i put people on the dolly i mean it's like such a great gag and i feel like this has probably got in my head early on because i just like i would would see this on tv Yeah, yeah yeah and i you know and like there's a whole scene where he's like in the bar and he's like and also dj poo yeah one of the most like like low-key funniest do you follow un- him on yeah I, of course i do dj poo is one of the funniest shit. like yo, he's in, like look at him he's fucking <laughs> dj poo is one of the most hilarious people like all the shit in friday like he helped write friday he yeah. was fucking you know the one character in friday like he's he's like one of the most underrated uh, comics in yeah. my opinion uh he just he had a, he had another uh he had another calling as a comic i think um so okay, so there's so much. Damn, did you see Trump? Oh shit! Trump was in there when he when <laughs> it said he broke Mac. Fuck! Right? And who's that? That's Jerry Falwell, maybe. Yeah. Fuck, dude, and baby ta- Trump. No, Tommy
0: Faye Baker is that? Yeah. Tammy Faye busted Mac.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Remember when this this era? Look at fucking Trump. Crazy. Holy shit! Crazy. He looks like an old hobgoblin there, and that was like 30 <laughs> years ago. What the fuck?
0: Um. That's crazy.
1: That's crazy, man. So yeah, I mean, there's so much history. Uh, in 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 your trajectory in LA as as a graffiti writer, and I think a lot of people don't know about this is like you were at the beginning of fucked right with with Brunetti. Do you guys are you guys on good terms now? Now we are. Now you are.
0: Now we are. Okay, (laughs) yes
1: that's great. So we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I know I know some of the stories. I've read about some of it. I've heard about some of it. But I know in the I'm very hurt. He left me out in the book,
0: but he did you know i I, I talked to him i haven't read the book but i talked to him about it and he said his attorneys told him not to put me in just i guess i don't know if they it's because they don't want me coming back and trying to get some or whatever right right but for whatever reason he left me out of his history right which i feel is really unfair because the part that i was involved in was the crucial history of fucked. right so when i met Bernetti, i met him at the at that one wall um on was it in Santa Monica, the Synergy building? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So he was oh, painting yeah. that Synergy building. Yeah, and Risky yeah. was like, hey, let's go help Dan, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, Dan and Sever yeah, uh, Sever. Yeah, to, yeah. to go paint this wall. And I was like, yeah. yeah, okay, I'll go. And me and Kelly were just having the falling out in third rail. Like, yeah. But we're still cool, but I, I didn't want to do third rail anymore. Oh, you, were,
1: you, were, you were part of third rail, too, yeah. so in so the beginning. Me
0: Dante, and third, uh, me, Dante, and Kelly started third rail. Okay. But Ke- Kelly's dad got oh, involved, and this. me and Dante backed out right so so we're like okay kelly you just run it whatever so i was looking for something and then that's when i ran into dan yeah and he was painting that wall at synergy and he was like he goes uh he goes he was showing me his portfolio and he had these like like dope ass cartoon characters i think called disposable heroes and then i saw he did like a marky mark album cover and he was doing some like uh some of that kind of stuff yeah and i was like oh, this is dope. I was like, you're, you're pretty sick. I go, and he's like, yeah, we should, we should hook up forces and become a graphics company. Right. And I was like, okay, like dope, dope. So we started thinking of all kind of names of, you know, like what are we going to call this? This graphic alliance, you know? Yeah. And then he, then he was, as I noticed in his book, he had fucked in there, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this? You know? And he was like, he goes, well, it was this thing I was doing with Nades. But, you know, we, me and Nades had a falling out. And Nodis ran to World Industries and started making the big shorts and things like that and was kind of squeezing Eric out. Right. So I was like, well, I told him, do you still have the registration under your name? And he's like, he goes, yeah, I do. So right away, we went and re-registered it under me and him, under Fucked Graphics. Yeah. And then we did a job, I think, um, at Rally Studios, which was like, I think it was like six Gs or something like that. And we kept the G each, I remember, and we took the, we left 4Gs in there and we made the Ford fuck shirts. Oh, yeah. And we made Ford stickers. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. decals. Yeah. That was the first thing me and Bernetti Br- did together wow. um, as fucked graphics. Right. And I was like, fuck that. Let's just take it back from Rocco then. And, you know, because I felt like they couldn't hang because we were stronger graphically. Yeah. So the, one of the first albums we did was the Far Side album.
1: Oh, yeah as the a roller graphic. coaster yeah the roller coaster yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was our was first, ride to the far first side. Yeah. first yeah. big gig you know yeah.
0: as a graphics so you, you see on that cover it says uh slick and eric and on the back it says by Fucked graphics because yeah. we are a graphic company that's right and that's the right. first store we sold clothing to was actually extra large on vermont right i remember bringing that box fresh from the printer was the the ford fuck shit and uh it was that and the stickers and that's what uh Eli carried, and then the rest fuck. was history. But I mean, we started going back and forth with with Rocko and and Nodis for a little bit, and then me and my boys went and shut that shit down in person, you right? Know? Oh, okay. And where Rocko didn't want to fuck with it no more.
1: You guys went in on some other shit.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, yeah. We, we
1: but we, different time.
0: It was different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you know, and then me and Bernetti started blowing the fuck up, like right. you know, like, and I think what what the the good combination of me and Bernetti was. You know he was more like into punk rock and punk and that aesthetic yeah and throw ups and that type of graffiti where i was more into the hip-hop i was yeah. you know not really keen on all that shit you know yeah. so he hit me to a lot of game on like you know rock and yeah. punk rock and, yeah. and i think that combination it was like yin and yang yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and we we're
0: doing some dope shit you yeah know? yeah the problem was you know I was started to dabble in the go fast, you know, like yeah, I started yeah. to get into like, you know, I was on coke and meth and things like that, yeah. where he was doing the other side, you know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> going down, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, we were all on the same page for a long time and then we started kind of pulling apart, you right, know? Right. And um, then, then money started getting in the picture, like, yeah. you know, Japanese, it was hot in Japan, yeah, streetwear. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were throwing bags of money at us and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it got a little crazy. We had a store on Beverly, you know, called the X-Fuck store that we oh, did a yeah. collaboration yeah, with yeah, the extra yeah, large yeah. Guys. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that store was so before its time. It, it was dope. What year was that? This was maybe 91? Yeah, 91-ish, 92, but it's called X-Fuck. So it's funny because we took the extra large ape, but instead of that, we took this little chimp and then like, we took... Teeth. Oh, yeah, it was a baby chimp. Yeah, we, yeah, t- yeah. But we took the teeth like clip art style from... Uh, from like, from this National Geographic of this like Indian lady singing or something and just slapped it on the, on the ape's mouth and was like, okay, this is extra fuck now, you know? And it's like, right. uh, Eli and then loved it. And then we opened up our first store and it, right. the, the whole store was like a deli. I remember we made it like a deli. I got these old deli cases and we got them all chromed out like a car and stuff and wow. made like a cashier. But we were on Beverly before Beverly was really popping. We right. just got it in there cause it was cheap. Right, you know? right, right. Now it's too crazy. Yeah. But the crazy story about Extra Fucked was right next door was this guy. Uh, I forgot. He, he used to make like denim for like the rock stars and all that shit. You know, yeah. like the high end like leather denim. And yeah. And then Gabor made all the jewelry, all the silver, you know, jewelry. They were next door to the fucked office, right? Because it was our office and the store. Yeah. So apparently we had a break in one day and we're like, how the fuck did they get into our spot? So they broke into their place, broke the wall. And stole a bunch of t-shirts from our store, you know, oh, they took was t-shirts, but the guys next door were tripping out because they had like $2,000 pairs of jeans and like, <laughs> you know, $10,000 wallet chains right. and all this shit. And he's like, they didn't touch shit. They wow. came in strictly for the fuck shit whoa so they were kind of like tripping out on who the fuck we were right 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 so i mean that's how streetwear was back then you know what i mean like we were rubbing noses with like you know celebs and ch- you know what i mean like yeah gene simmons would like walk into the store or like you know like it, i mean it was, it was i cool. remember there was
1: a whole he did a whole kiss thing too maybe that was after you left no that was me yeah. and so you were there, if yeah. you notice
0: one of the kiss graphics yeah both of us are jeans that's when it was started the downfall of us like one of the graphics was the album cover and it see right there it was a There's me on the on the left and him on the right. But we were both arguing to be who's going to be Gene Simmons because nobody (laughs) wanted to be, uh, um, you know, like, yeah, nobody wanted to be Starman. Right. So we're like, no, I'm Gene Simmons. So um, we kind of translated that onto the shirt, you know, that's us arguing. So but that was kind of like our downfall already because the egos and money and like I said, the drugs in the mix didn't help. Right. But but I always loved Eric's aesthetic and his, his his he was dope. He yeah. was super dope. It's just that at a certain point, like his humor wasn't because I, I, people used to tell me, how can you be partners with? He's such an asshole. He's a dick. And <laughs> that, I used to hear that all the time. But yeah. I thought it was humorous, yeah. you know, because I saw I appreciated the humor in it. But after a while, I guess it, it took its toll. And people saying that shit kind of ate at me, too. You know, like yeah. it starts to get your head in your head. Like, yeah. oh, slick, you can do it without him or you know what I mean? And yeah. Then, egos and shit like that but and also
1: all the drugs too
0: all the drugs but the truth of the matter we're we're a deadly combo i think that you know yeah but
1: it's that energy is like that energy of partnerships it creates this energy and a lot of times it destroys itself yeah because it's a lot and it's like and also like things happen People get you know egos change like in the very beginning when it's pure and there's nothing involved. Yeah, it's like everyone's just like you're just working together. Boom, boom, yeah, boom yeah. nothing. You know, there's no, no money, there there's no, no money. money. <laughs> it's like let's fucking go because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all abstract. Yeah. It's like fuck it, we're doing something cool. And then yeah. you know, I hear it, that happens
0: to a lot of bands and stuff like yeah, that too. It's right? the same. Yeah, it's every um, day di- everything. Every, but it's such a shame because like, like I said, I loved working with them. Like we came up with some dope shit, and it, and then the the ending was nasty. Yeah. Ending, I mean, we're to a, you know we got. He was shooting at me like it, it got nasty but you know yeah let's talk that, about I'll that save, i'll save that for my book but you don't want to talk
1: about wait you can't gloss over that what do you mean he took a shot at you
0: <laughs> well it be, because in both of our minds we thought we were protecting fuck. right because in my mind i was like okay i'm gonna secure this i'm gonna secure the computers i'm gonna secure this because i knew shit was going south yeah right?
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And so did he so he took all the computers and everything went to his house fuck. so i I still needed to work, so I just wanted one computer so I could still do graphics, right? Yeah. yeah. So I went to his house to go get it with one of my boys, and you know, I guess he felt it was a threat, you know, or like that we were trying to jack him. Which I guess in hindsight he could see that. You brought a henchman, like you brought (laughs) Mikey today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So so this was like blasting at us, and so I dropped the computer, you know, and and out. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So um yeah, it, it, it got crazy, you know what I mean? And you know, and I'm sure we're inside. If he wanted to kill me, he could have like point blank put at my head. He said he, he shot yeah, it in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know. So I gotta believe him on that note. I don't think he wanted to kill me, but yeah, it was it, yeah. was, it was crazy times, you know.
1: So crazy, it's fucking crazy. wild west. But
0: if it, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have hooked up with Jeff Hartzell. Right. So with Jeff Hartzell, we did a brand called Shaolin. After
1: that, oh yeah, Shaolin. So.
0: I love Shaolin because yeah. now I was in my my house because right. we were we were fucking with the kung fu shit, yeah. the hip hop shit, right. punk rock shit, all with skate. I so, forget
1: that Hard Soul was involved with that. Yeah, he
0: was my partner for Shaolin. So
1: when I was a kid, I watched Soul. When I, I just watched, I was sit I just you know grew up in Venice, right? Yeah, and there was this. Um, there was one of these, uh, uh, steel pile. the pylon, pole, a pole yeah. and it was bent <laughs> Yeah, and I watched I know him, which one, you yeah, him and he would just ru- skate up to it and ride and launch off it all day. Yeah. It was like, he would skate up to the pole, grind up off of it and just catch fucking three feet of air. Yeah, yeah. It was dreads that, everywhere. That was his shit. Pole right there, yeah, man. that was his pole. I <laughs> we remember seeing that and being like, God damn it. I wish I, I just never, I never got this, together. You see the ads skating. right there?
0: Like we were doing parodies on, that's like a, a parody on a DC shoe ad, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, we'd parody all kind of shit that we loved. You know, like, yeah. like I got there's one ad where it has like Grandmaster Flash, but it has the the Chinese Grandmaster, but he's actually in a wheelchair. But I have him look like he's spinning, oh, and right. it says Shaolin, and it says Grandmaster cuts faster. You know, it's like. We, we had so much fun with that. Different brand. time. It was yeah. like
1: everything was still at that time. The magazines, the clothing, like it was still all in control of the kids.
0: But, you know, you know, what's crazy is that we were just doing it. You yeah. know, like like I, I didn't have a business degree. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I left Art Center to do fuck. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I didn't even get my art degree. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the thing is, like none of us had business degrees. We just loved art and we're making shit that we felt there was a void for. So that's why we were making it being that being said we didn't have our business degree so the business sides were fucked you know so even with the shaolin and stuff before we could get our shit together which we should have blew the fuck up yeah but you already had like the drunken monkeys and things like that like come people like that who are garmentos yeah stealing at our aesthetic and just running running with it yeah yeah yeah. you know and then we just look like we're copying them yeah but like that was like the story of my life for a time. The Garmentos long time. are
1: like the bad guys in, in all these stories, right? <laughs> yeah. They're just lurking in the shadows and they see an idea and they're like, we have the fucking entire machine ready. Like, yeah. these kids are cool. Yeah. We'll take this little, we'll take 10% of what they did and drop it in and just go, press go. And all of a sudden you turn like two years later and they're just like, they're at like 900 million. Yeah, and you're like, what burnt the fuck? it
0: the fuck out. Yeah, and then yeah. you're just like, you're, you're still trying to launch your first season. And yeah, I mean, th- well, we don't, is, yeah, we're just
1: all, most streetwear, right? at least it was this way. It's not that way anymore. But streetwear uh, from when I came, when I was around it, was usually just like, I mean, I guess a lot of clothing is like this, but it's just some guys getting together, all kinds of different personalities, a yeah. lot of crazy people, right? It attracts all kinds of crazy people because you can just take a graphic, you can put it on a t-shirt, and you can just sell it. And anyone can anyone can do it. Yeah. Anyone can fucking get a blank and source Like, you can figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Yeah. And uh, it attracts a certain kind of personality. And for a while, it was really interesting. And, like, it's still interesting, but it's also very fucking, like there's a lot of money on the table now and it's really heavily commodified oh, yeah. and now it's now it's like carved out after all this time like in high school i remember being the first wave right um
0: well selling out was bad when we were in right you know right. We we're like we got offered chain stores and yeah, all yeah. stores and we're yeah. like nah fuck no yeah we're fucking too cool to be yeah, in this yeah, yeah. store yeah. like i was like anything with the word urban or anything like that nope you yeah. know like that that yeah. was like our rules you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. but now it's like
1: there's no such thing
0: no such fucking there's no thing. such thing like, as everyone's like trying to grab the bag
1: well know? even from when born and raised started 10 years ago there was there was a sellout thing that we wouldn't do like we yeah. we're like well, we're not gonna go in here we're not gonna do that we're not gonna yeah. do this and 10 years later it's like no one gives a shit and actually people are happy if they see you get a bag yeah they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. you should work with fucking mcdonald's yeah, like, yeah back in the day i would be like i would that's, never fucking that's do that fucking
0: bananas. I it's mean, crazy i mean supreme with the louis and all that yeah. shit i mean you know what I mean? These are the the big guys that we used to fucking diss hard. You know, yeah. like and then when you're gonna collab with them, it's yeah. crazy. But
1: that's, you know, that's how it. Hey, I, I mean at the, end, the end of the day,
0: McDonald's, Yeah, it's. it's you got to pay
1: your bills, right? You know, it's. Like, <laughs> and and if everyone's playing at at that level, yeah, it's either you play at that level or you get left behind. You know, like you can be fucking, you know, a uh, chorus poor man. Like, you know, I, I shout out to Pat from Ruka, who always used to tell me that, you know, and like, and I wouldn't <laughs> listen. I never listened to him. He'd be a like, chorus poor. I'm like, yeah, I get you. And then i go home and be like, fuck this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this store. I'm not doing, you know, yeah. And it's true, you know, and like you do. And the thing is, it's a brutal, hard business. Yeah. Being in clothing, being a street whatever the fuck it is, it's hard. Yeah. It is not like you have to keep reinventing your shit every fucking couple of weeks. It's, there's a lot of pressure. To, like, it's tough. And it's like, you know, you might as well get some fucking money out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not this is not an art project. You yeah. know, I'm not a fine artist, you know. So
0: well if I played it right, I felt like I could have sold This Is It for a lot of money. But yeah. we just kind of faded it out and we just like like I said, we're not that business savvy, you know yeah. what I mean? Where I could <laughs> yeah. like yeah. milk every cent out of it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so we just kind of focus our attentions more on the on the fine art now, and and um yeah, that's kind of the direction where where I'm kind of taking my career, not so much streetwear because I see a lot of my my counterparts in the fine art lane, killing it, right? And I'm just like and then I tell myself why why ain't I doing that? Why yeah. and the truth of the matter is because I was in streetwear for so fucking long, doing season after season, trying yeah. to be cool guy, you know yeah. what I mean? So
1: it's burn it's it's, it's burnout central. It's it's like,
0: fucking burnout. I've burned out
1: so many times in this past ten years, it's not even count you can't even count it. I've yeah. burned out and come back so many like just been like I can't do yeah, another yeah. thing and then come you come back the next day. Yeah. I burn out I've burned out like fucking probably ten times I and mean, am yeah. like, I can't this is fucking ridiculous. And then somehow you're just like, All right, you know, so it's 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 grueling and I do I respect uh and admire and I'm very jealous of fine artists mm. because if I could just be left alone in a room, you know, let's say a warehouse, and I could just paint and listen yeah. to music all day, it's like my dream. Yeah. Leave me alone. Let me yeah. just fucking do this. I'll hop out and make a film once in a while, but like let me just sit here. <laughs> Instead of just like, you know, I'm dealing with like meetings upon meetings upon meetings and fucking margins and calendar and this yeah. has to be this day, and the what Spen about Adams. this contract and blah blah blah. It's like I didn't sign I didn't start up. I have never started, the only reason I've ever started businesses and I've started a couple is because I don't wanna make a fucking resume. It, right. it bugs me out. And I don't wanna work for people. Yeah. And and that's because like, not because I'm some fucking honorable, smart genius, just because I'm fucked up. And like, I don't wanna have a boss and I don't wanna make a resume and I don't wanna sit here and fucking tap dance for someone and be like, here's what I can do for you. That's the only reason I started a business. But starting a business is a motherfucker.
0: Oh, I, I used to tell my, cause my dad is from that old school of thinking like you work hard on, you know, start your way at the bottom and work. And uh, he feels like all artists are like con artists. And, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I used to joke with Pops. Is like, you know, I go, it's a lot of work to stay unemployable. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. that was my like ongoing joke with him because I, like you said, like I worked my ass off so that no one could hire me. You know.
1: Yeah. I mean, so- look, I've had jobs. I worked at Eddie Bauer. I was a plumber's <laughs> assistant. I worked at Bay City's Deli. I fuck. I, I worked at a fucking shoe store. Like I've I've had jobs. Yeah. Like, I've done it, and it's and it's grueling, and no like there's nothing wrong with those jobs yeah you know like there but at are- least you
0: can go home yes. and those jobs <laughs> yes you, 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 get can, to go you home. can clock out yes. yes and not think about yeah. that job anymore yeah. which you can't when you're self-employed and with streetwear no, or no. w- whatever, fine artist, you can't clock It never out. leaves it's, your brain,
1: even yeah. like on the weekend like I try not to work on the weekend yeah. unless I have to because there are weekends where I'm going to work. So I try to have weekends where I fucking, you know, have yeah. some balance, but you're still thinking. You're still like, you know, and the text coming, you're like, fuck, okay, I don't want to think about this right now. I just want to like enjoy this day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you know whatever. It's I mean, I'm sure your father now is like you can't say that anymore, no. right? Well, he's, he's like well, you've he's made past a life. now, but I oh, okay. think,
0: you know, um, but Yeah, yeah. He before he passed, he saw some of the success that I was getting with some of the art stuff, and and um, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. After a while, like your parent, your parents were like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, oh, (laughs) yeah. My
0: my 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 mom's ninety two. Oh wow, and she still paints. Oh wow. So we actually did a collaboration together for the sneaker company Li Ning. They I took one of her traditional Chinese watercolors and I smashed the shit out of it, like you know graffiti, and made all her flowers into characters and stuff, and. And Li Ning loved it because it was the the smashing of two cultures, like, yeah, yeah, ancient, yeah. you know, traditional Chinese and and graffiti, you know? Yeah. Um, and they put it on apparel. Oh, okay. And uh, so I, I was able to uh, cut my mom some fat checks. And she was just like, That's you're hard. getting this for That's what? That's fucking hard. For messing up my... And then she's seen how quick I messed up her paintings and yeah. how many hours it took her to actually do the actual painting. Yeah. And now it's worth this, you know? And so, Yeah. That's tight But I go, mom. You know, that's what we work hard on creating. You know, this, you know, uh,
1: yeah.
0: aura of who I am, or whatever. You know, slick the entity. You know.
1: Yeah. Um, like you work long enough, you work long and hard enough to where you can just basically catch a tag on something and it's worth something, <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's kind of what it's all about. Is that? The, um,
0: that's a, that's another collaboration I did with the Ning. I, yeah, I do a lot of work for them the past few years but a lot of the, the work i do for leaning doesn't see the light of day out here which is a shame because we do a lot of
1: it's in it's, is it is a chinese company strictly
0: chinese okay but their their idea of releasing like a a limited Limited pair of shoes is like 30,000 pairs. You oh my know?
1: God. And that's limited. Oh my God. You know,
0: I was just like, what? Yeah? I was like, okay, like I'm with that. I love,
1: yeah. this is what I love too is I love when people get the secret bags, right? <laughs> when people are getting bags that no one knows about, <laughs> like in China, <laughs> and they're just quietly being like, yeah, I just did something. Like yeah. that, I love that shit. Yeah. Right? I love,
0: well, you know, because I, I, you know, I see a lot of people, I, I watch, you know, look at the hype beast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Who's getting play or who's hot, who's not. Yeah. And I know. I know some of these guys as cool as hypebeast is pumping it up or whatever. They ain't getting the bag. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I've worked with Adidas. Yeah. I've seen the kind of bags they pay out, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, on an artist, uh, if you're, especially if you're a graph artist, maybe if you're Yeezys, different, but, yeah. but, you know, um, I wasn't getting that kind of bag. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, he, you know, God bless. I mean, fucking Lee Ning, man, they came through during the pandemic and all that shit. And, you know, that's sick. big, big up to them. And, you know, and, uh,
1: that's the cool thing, too, is that once you have a body of work, you just never know. What, you never know when the phone's going to ring. Yeah. You never know what yeah, email they, they you're going to get. Yeah, saw these L.A.
0: sculptures, and they're yeah. like, we want an L.N. So I built a giant L.N. sculpture in their, their office, you know, oh, like wow. a huge one, like 14 feet high, like L.N. Whoa. You know, and they are yeah. just like, they love it. You they know? love they, it. They love it. You know, I yeah. feel like sometimes you're more appreciated in other countries than you are. Yeah, here in your own hometown, and it's
1: easy for you because you've already done the legwork.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. You've yeah. already done the work, yeah. so you're like, "Yeah, I got one for you." Boom. Let me That's just fucking. I've been trying
0: boom. to get a thirty-foot like LA sculpture in Dodger Stadium for a minute now, but it's it's like they don't recognize. You know what I mean? But uh, so I mean,
1: I, has it? Have you ever gotten sweated by Disney?
0: I no, because no. at the end of the day, they can't register hands. Okay. They got the they got the ears unlocked. Yeah. they Got the shorts unlocked yeah. and all that shit, but. You know, cartoons are cartoon hands. Like right. I, I wasn't saying it was Mickey. Yeah, yeah. I, I never referred yeah, to never, as Mickey. And right. the first time I painted the LA hands, if you look, it was actually a, on a wall in Belmont Tunnel. Right. And it was actually a, a, a rat, like dressed all gangstered out, throwing up the LA. It's, it's on the oh yeah the history of LA book.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that.
0: Um, that's that's where that LA hands is from. It was never from Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But people just.
1: Well, it was a rat, so it's like a reference, right?
0: I, I guess. There it is. Yeah. Graffiti LA. Graffiti LA, yeah. So that's from a production I did in Belmont Tunnel with Tempt and all of us. That's hard. It was a K2S STN piece, and that was one of the characters. That's dope. So that's where the LA hand was originally painted. Right. Oh, so okay. it was never like a Mickey thing that right, a, a lot right. of people think. I yeah. mean, since then, I've painted Mickey with it, you know? Yeah. Um, But the, the initial one that's our logo and everything and that I make the sculptures out, it's all based on that cat right there. Yeah. Well, so. not cat. He's a rat. That
1: rat Um, So before Listen I want to talk to you about This is a segment I do uh, Every show I don't know why I think I started doing it Because uh, I'm a fat piece of shit And I'm trying to Not be fat Right So I'm always working out i mean you've you've known me a while so you've probably seen me at peak fatness before you see me lumbering around with a few extra pounds on me right so i'm fighting i'm fighting those demons all the time because when you get sober uh you can't get high anymore but you can definitely get high off of cupcakes if you want so i do what are you at right now
0: huh what are you at
1: i don't know i don't weigh myself I,
0: i got up to 260 when i first got clean yeah two no 270. Yeah, that's, that's child's play. I, yeah.
1: I, I fuck those numbers. Oh, okay, I'll blow right through those numbers. <laughs> uh, but um, I also, just in my defense, I'm very dense. I'm very I'm very muscular <laughs> okay. underneath all the fat. Okay, I know okay. all fat guys say that. In my case, it's true. I'm very fucking strong. So watch, watch your mouth. Mikey, knock it off. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. I have a show called, uh, I have a segment on the show called, what's the fattest thing you did this week? Now, unfortunately, I got really bad news. I fucked up big time this week. Uh, it's been a terrible week for me, and what I did was what I, I'm gonna talk about myself first. I went to a screening of uh, Cabin Cabin Fever. It was an online ceramics guy I did an outdoor screening of that movie, which I actually never saw. I thought I did, but I didn't. And it's a very, it's like Eli Roth, kind of a campy. Like, have you ever seen Cabin Fever?
0: I I may have. Yeah, I think so.
1: It's great. It's just like it's like very.
0: Is it like a lab or something? No, no, no. They're they're in the woods. Okay. It's a bunch
1: of people and college, college kids in the woods. Okay. And they all get a flesh-eating disease, and it's just chaotic, and it's fucking great, and it's funny. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And um, so I go there and you're sitting on bales of hay. And on the way in, they had like four tables. Okay. And each table was it was like the candy aisle at Albertsons. It was every candy bar you could ever imagine just and not the not the small Halloween size, just the big fucking size, right? And that and sodas and pizza. And like, you know, I try to run a tight ship and I get there and I say to myself, I'm gonna have a few pieces of candy. Right. And but because I'm a fucking alcoholic and also when I see free candy, my brain kind of starts short circuits because it's like, I can buy whatever candy I want in the world. I can buy I could live off candy. I could have pallets of candy in this house no there's no doubt right but when it's free and it's laid out on a table for you to take you start to become greedy and weird about it and i start getting the kit kats and the reese's so that night which was friday night i did have like kit kats reese's peanut butter cups uh twizzlers starburst i mean i was going full fucking camp style like 12 year old kid hoarding candy watching this movie and then on the way out i felt i was like holy shit i didn't see that there were snickers had to have half a snickers bar and uh and that set the tone for the entire weekend and in all fucking honesty i'm gonna come completely clean last night last night i ordered jenny's ice cream three pints and uh and i and i was doing my little taste test of all three pints and i went in on that and i'm terribly embarrassed and ashamed of myself so slick what's the worst thing you ate this week
0: no, I'm actually pretty good. I'm actually doing pretty good because I I, I battle the same demons as you, I mean, okay. being an addict. And yeah. I I've, I've been battling uh weight, my weight thing. Like <laughs> I mean, like I said, I got the largest I got was 267 when I got clean. Yeah. I I can't for the life of me get past this like I I'm, I'm at like 210 right now. Yeah. Like 207, 210. And, um, yeah, it's just, so, so I'm on these and I, and I love food and I love sweets. I I love my ribeye, you know, my cowboy's steak and and my Wagyu, my, I love Wagyu. Oh yeah. I'm I'm a sucker for Wagyu steak. Yeah. Um, and I love the sweets. So it's, it's, it's a mission, but right now I'm, I'm pretty good. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm on these like, uh, it's called factor, you know, the the meal delivery. So that way it keeps me kind of on track, you know?
1: Um, but do you ever get to the point where <laughs> where you have a whole fridge full of the factor meals and then you didn't eat any of them and you have to chuck them? Oh, yeah. Them? We, we, we chuck some. You we chuck them.
0: Just because we have guests over or whatever. Yeah. And then I can't eat factor if we're all going to dinner, you know? Yeah. But my, my, my latest decadent uh, dish right now is, is actually, it's a Korean dish where it's like, it's ramen and mochi oh. and cabbage and chicken and cheese. and oh, my Mozzarella God. cheese all in this like red sauce. Yeah. And it's just—I've had that. It's so crack like yeah. that. That's that's like my that's, girlfriend
1: eats that shit all the time. It,
0: yeah, it's it's I think they call it tapaki or. Yeah. She ordered that in the pandemic, yeah. and yeah. I was
1: like, "Why is there mozzarella and there's need noodles? Ramen f- and yeah, yeah dude, what the fuck just, is going on? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean that that's that's my
1: and that shit's bad for you. Yeah. Bro, that's not I good. mean, because it's a, rice cakes in there. Yeah, it's it's
0: yeah. nothing but all the stuff I'm supposed to stay away from. Yeah. Right? That's terrible. Um, but it's so bomb, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. This is the this is the 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 you know this is the cross to bear of a middle aged man is that. <laughs> You just his food is like now your fucking worst enemy. And yeah. you're just fighting off like you most guys. <laughs> yeah. Most guys are just fighting not all. Some guys are just naturally no, fucking thin and just Eat whatever, the
0: eat fuck whatever they want. forever. Like, I mean he's like uh, my, my other boy, Luke, he has like the the metabolism of like, what's that swimmer dude? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, Michael, Michael Phelps, Phelps. Yeah, like he's be he has to eat like you know a hundred thousand calories a day or something. I'm like, yeah. like I'm still just struggling to stay under two thousand. You know, yeah. to retain yeah. my weight. That's not even to lose weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, just you to know? be chubby. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Yo, I work out sometimes seven days a week yeah. just to be fucking like chubby. You know, and like it's gratifying, and I feel great, but it's yeah. like I can't fucking lose weight. Like, in order for me to lose weight, I have to go full psycho mode yeah. and be become angry at people when yeah. they ask me to eat something. Yeah. I have to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. It's the only way because yeah, you nobody. Yeah. You have to get aggro. It's yeah. the only way it's ever worked because they don't understand. They go, just have like, why don't you just have like a little bit of kalbi or like have like you know one piece of this sushi? I'm like, I don't. You don't understand. Yeah. And once I open the door, yeah. it's on. It's on and cracking. I'm like, but Let's you know, fuck it up.
0: we we've been doing too. We've been doing the the the. The conveyor belt sushi. And then what, what we do is um I just don't eat any of the rice. Uh-huh. So, like, our plates are, like, you know, massive. But I'm just eating all the tops. You're eating you know? just the top? Yeah. So, the, no rice, you know.
1: Where is there good conveyor belt sushi? Because I went to one in, in mm. J-Town that was.
0: I mean, the, the conveyor belts are, are, like, okay. They're yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, a quick go-to. I yeah, would yeah, like yeah. recommend There's it. There's no like,
1: good ones out here, right?
0: Mm, I mean, kura is that's the one we go to the yeah one by the pad you know there's yeah. a few of those but yeah. there used to be a bomb one called flying fish in little tokyo but that one's gone oh, but that okay. was like back in the day you yeah know? yeah yeah. now it's like a mochi place or something or like a like a trinket store or something I don't right know, a boba place oh i think it's a boba place now i was like damn that was the bomb one Fucking flying boba. fish yeah damn but um yeah food like but I guess it's better to fuck up on that than relapse on drugs, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. You but what but I mean? yes, but it's all it's like a mini it's like you create a new world Right, you get off of drugs, yeah, and then you have a new world of like temptations and relapses and things <laughs> where you're like, oh, I fucked up, I fucked up yesterday. I had this, like, that's what I talk to like sober guys my age. Like, we yeah. just talk about fucking up on those things. It is better, of course, yeah. right? It's better to fucking, it's better to eat a pint of ice cream than to get an eight ball because I can get up the next day and go to the gym. And if I get well, eight- that, well
0: that's my justification. Like, if, if, right. if I mean, if 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 my wife does trip too hard on my weight with her, which she does every day. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but she knows she saw me when I was out there. Yeah, she yeah. she's a trooper. She was yeah. there from like day one. So yeah. she knows how it was and not, not to threaten her with that. But I mean, she knows it could be a lot fucking worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I used to even, uh, uh, cause I smoke cloves. or I used to, Oh yeah. but I, I don't anymore because, yeah. you know, cause we, we, we just had a baby during the pandemic as well. Okay. So, you know, for, for our daughter, you know, and you know, yeah. cause I, I actually want to, around when she goes to high school and shit you know so we quit all that noise and she's like you can't even sneak that when you go to car shows because that's what i used to do i used to sneak a little clove or or like when i'm painting in my my paint studio i I sit back and look at the painting and i'm smoking yeah and it just feels good it feels right you know and uh, but i i I agreed to even stop that because she knew i was sneaking you know but she didn't say nothing you know
1: yeah, you have to you have to put a fucking fatwa on everything that's that's you know it's all got to go yeah. for me. I and I love the
0: smell of weed still, you know. And, oh, I, yeah. and but I I just stay away from everything because of the the meth, you know. Like yeah. That that was my demon, and I don't want to relapse. Like I might be a little high on on weed or something, and be like, "Well, you know what? Maybe."
1: Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: no, do a baby. rail of the. That, the yeah, go just faster. a little baby bump. Yeah, like and th- that's how it got me back when I first relapsed was. Uh, I stopped, I said, I'm not gonna smoke math anymore. I'm just gonna do a line. Yeah. And then I was just doing lines and I didn't feel like I was quite back in it because yeah. I'll do a rail now and then. But this girl I was dating at the time, she's like, Oh, but if you heat up the pipe and you snort it, it's called a hot rail. And I was like, you snort the line, but then it you blow out smoke. And I was like, holy shit. I was like
1: cheat code.
0: Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> this is my new shit. And this, this is thing, a loophole. And then after that, I was just like, well, fuck it, I might as well smoke it if that's the case. You know, like, yeah. you know, you, you you make excuses every time and you just get deeper and deeper. And yeah,
1: your brain your brain is trying to kill you if you're an alcoholic. It's <laughs> constantly doing push-ups, getting stronger and trying to, like... Because if you go out, like, let's say you put 20 years together and then you go out, it's not going to be casual. Like, you're not going to go out and be, like, once in a while. You're going to go out, you're going to go ham. Yeah. And also, you got resources now, Yeah. right? You got... <laughs> You got shit to lose, yeah, yeah, and you could throw a lot of money at the problem. Yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, I can really do this." Yeah, yeah. and your addict brain will kick in and just fucking try to murk you. Yeah, you know. But you know, but
0: you know, I think I think with addiction, I think you who got it even worse is the gambling gamblers. Yeah, because I think like with drugs, you only can do so much drugs, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I like I can only smoke so much meth. I can't really, you know what I mean. But you could actually not only lose your house, but you could lose. Your, your You know Borrow money from so and so You can get yourself Are you yourself. a gambler? I used to You yeah. know I used to get, play a little pie gal And stuff like that But yeah. not, not enough to I mean You know
1: I play a little poker badly Yeah I, I love poker You know yeah. what I mean
0: But not You know I think ever since The thing is doing business yourself You yeah. gamble on yourself All the fucking time Yeah, yeah And yeah. Uh, <laughs> Every day is a gamble And I'm, I I like rather Especially after you After you After you lose Like let's say 50 racks or something like that yeah 50 racks i mean i'm saying if yeah, let's say if. you lost 50 racks yeah. i mean that shit would just eat at me because i would yeah. be like damn no, i could have put that towards no that's this, lights that out the third. you know that's what I mean? lights out no. you know what i mean so yeah so i think gamblers got it even worse because not only you can lose your own shit but you can lose your family shit and you know like drugs i guess you're only taking yourself down you know
1: yeah kevin but- kevin shout out kevin kuzatu who said when you're gambling think about what that money represents you're like Oh, this right here is a new iPad. This is a Honda. Like you got to look at it as as items and it becomes real. Because that money, like being someone who's lost the equivalent of his rent in a week. Yeah. It's it's like I can take the hit. No problem. It's not a big deal. Like I got, you know, I'm good. But it hurts so fucking bad because I'm like, that's a month. That's rent. That could have been put towards a million. That could have been a fucking anything. Could have been a trademark. Like that could have been the future of something. Like instead it just... Lying some jackass fucking pockets. Yeah, I was smoking
0: two ounces ounces a week, maybe, at my highest point. Of meth? Of meth. Holy shit. So so my connect would just bring it. Like, I didn't even have to leave the house. He'd bring it, and like leave like with money because i you know he'd front it to me and it was just it was that like i never had to leave the house oh my god so i was just there like thinking i'm creating all kind of graphics you know yeah. thinking i'm doing all kind of like dope sober shit. Up,
1: it's just like a squiggle
0: dude <laughs> i saw some of my old sketchbooks yeah, yeah. like when i was high i call it the ice age yeah and um i can't even decipher the sketches yeah. i mean they're so out there because you before you finish your sketch you already got 10,000 other ideas so like I'm just trying to let's say draw this guy throwing a ball like i've already in my mind threw it caught it like you know like you're too like, ahead of
1: yourself yeah you're in it, the future you're sketching in it, the future yeah it was yeah. so
0: sketched out like i couldn't even decipher now that i'm clean it's like i, I can you know make sense of some of the stuff and and actually finish a project and execute and so i'm a lot sharper now you know yeah yeah. and just thankful that i have my mind still halfway intact it's all better that that we can talk about it and laugh about it yeah
1: it's all better clean i try to tell got new guys they're like i gotta fucking i gotta take a molly so i can fuck this chick i'm like it's gonna be fine man that's just one night yeah you're gonna jeopardize your how your whole fucking get down for one night with one person like give me a break it's all fine. Like everyone's like I'm not gonna be able to draw, I'm not gonna be able to make music. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna do better. It's gonna be even better <laughs> well, than you thought is, it was. It
0: seems like it was an adventure when you're when you're out and yeah. when you're on a good one. Like yeah. even the simplest task, you know, was became an adventure. You yeah. know? And I think that's maybe was fun about it to me. I, I feel like since oh, I clean, yeah. I feel like I'm so not fun anymore. Yeah. Like I feel like, okay, that fun went out the door when it became clean, you know. But well you
1: feel like you're you feel like you're some sort of fucking you feel like you're some sort of like bandit or, or a spy because you're like you got to put the shit in the car and drive your high. You got to hide the shit. You're driving to the spot. Yeah. You got to get the connect. You get the shit and like you're you're just playing this game. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I remember driving around like that and being like, "Fuck yeah, I'm dude, gonna fucking burn this I, shit all down." I used to let fools
0: cook meth in my pad. I mean, like, dude, like, I mean, it, it, I mean, it doesn't sound that crazy, but That's I mean, crazy. you know, you don't really take, you don't consider the repercussions, right? Like, if yeah. you got caught or yeah. whatever oh, things yeah. like that, but. We used to do some crazy shit, you know? Yeah. And I remember the microwave blowing up with we were like trying to clean all this meth. The microwave blew up. Any normal person would be tripping out or whatever, right? Yeah. But not us. We put blankets on my kitchen to chamber the smoke so we wouldn't waste any. Oh my god. You know, because we wanted to we wanted to <laughs> so <laughs> He's like,
1: over there cracking up, look at him.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, like, I mean, I got some meth stories, but yeah, we're not allowed to talk about them at the meetings because you're not trying to glorify it or anything, right, right. but I mean, it's just funny as fuck now to think about it, like what the fuck was I thinking? Like, yeah, I'm trying my my microwave just exploded with all this meth in the house, and I'm you're and trying I'm, to trap the smoke. I'm trying to trap the smoke into chamber it all in so I get so I don't waste it, you know. Fuck,
1: dude, trying yeah. to chase smoke—that's so sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chasing smoke. Wow.
1: Oh, fuck. But
0: yeah, dude, I wish you know. I don't know. It's been fun, man. Yeah. I know you got to get yeah. out. You know. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah thanks no, for having me on the. You know the the podcast yeah thanks for coming yeah. man
1: it'll be good it'll be good in the in the lineup we got some we got some good some good guys i had Sabron. yeah yeah it was just insane
0: yeah he got some serious graffiti stuff i wish i had those kind of stories like that.
1: you got him you got him it's just he i don't
0: have anything intense. interesting as like like he got like stabbed like on the like yeah, impaled, impaled himself on like, a like fence yeah he told me some crazy shit i'm like he's not a cool.
1: maniac yeah i was like
0: damn yeah. yeah
1: no you got good ones this is a good show um all right i got a jam Slick, thank you so much. Appreciate you for coming through. Good to meet you, Mikey. Um, Yeah, I got to bounce, actually.